What's up, people? Another episode of Justice Sports. Jamoke Davis here with you. We got some NBA. I know it's way too early in the season for me to be continuing with some of my predictions or further enhancing, emboldening myself with my predictions. But some things happened in the first two days of the NBA season that made me say, see, I, I think I'm on to something. And I'll get into that. Of course, National Football League, I'm going to do my week seven gut check picks. Going to get that going soon. And Major League Baseball. How I have quickly been able to forgive the Houston Astros. Well, not really forgive them, but I'm rooting for the Astros and the Padres to come through. Those are the two teams that I'm rooting for to get to the World Series. And I will um, not so much tell you why, because I told you a little bit about why, but what I have seen from the start of this series um, the two series that I think will, uh, yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be the Astros and Padres. I think so. But first we're going to start with the NBA. Okay. The season is just getting started, right? We got a long way to go. However, however, there are some things that have happened already that makes me say, that this season's gonna be great. I think there's more parity in the league, in my mind. You may not feel that way. Most of the teams have only played one game, but after tonight, we'll be two of 82 down for some of these teams. But in, at the beginning of the season, it's very early. You can't buy into the hyperbole, but you end up buying into it. And the one team I am buying 100% is the New Orleans Pelicans. I think they are hands down the sleeper to challenge for the NBA championship. If you want a sleeper, if you want to take a flyer on a team, I know they don't have championship pedigree, but if they stay healthy, Brandon Ingram, Zion Williams, and C.J. McCollum, I mean, that's, that's a pretty good trio. Any given night, one of those three can light it up. And you know that. You know that. And if you watched the NBA last night, you had to be like, wow, they look good. And I need for Zion Williamson to play well so that he can shut me up about how Duke players, although he's only there for one year, they never become great NBA players. It's rare, if ever. Name one. I'm not going to go on that rant again. But... Zion Williamson was playing out of his mind. 25 points, 9 rebounds, 11 of 22. Dominating inside the paint. If they put it all together, 
Ingram led the team with 28, 7 rebounds, 5 assists. McCullum, 21 points, 6 assists. I mean, watch out. And I already told y'all about this in the last Just For Sport. Because I already put my money down. I told you. I told you to watch out for the Pelicans. They are going to be good. And even if you didn't want to take them to win the NBA championship, which you can get it right now at 30 to 1, the Pelicans, I got them at 40 to 1. But then if you want to even think about a conference winner, you can get it at 15 to 1 to win the conference. Maybe you're like, well, I don't know about that, but I can go for the division. They're plus 290 to win the division. But I think there's more parity across the board. And you can look at the team the Pelicans were playing in the Brooklyn Nets, who looked awful. Ben Simmons, great start. No, not really. Not really. Not really. Um, and I think it's playing in New York. It's only going to get worse if he doesn't get better. But Brooklyn does not look good. And it's not just that, oh, they just don't look good and it's only one game. It's the fact that, no, 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 no. Right? I don't remember who said this. Some coach said that um, you're healthiest for game one. And so in my mind, when you look at the Nets and also being an older team, they're only going in the other direction. And that's down. In your home opener, that should be your statement game. That's where you should say, yes, the season started. You should be hyped for that game. Instead, they got blown out by the New Orleans Pelicans. I think I think Brooklyn's doomed. Yeah, they're still up there. Of course they are. To be the champs. The Nets are plus 700. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to get too ahead of ourselves, though. Don't want to get too ahead of ourselves. Another game that I noticed yesterday. I got to admit, I was sweating it. I was sweating it. Um, is the Phoenix, the Phoenix Suns. Yesterday, I thought that they were done. I really did. When I was watching the game, Dallas was handing it to him, handing it to him. And they came back to win and beat the Mavs by two. Now, the only problem with that for me is that I had them at minus four. So I lost the bet. But that took some grit to come back and win that game. It really did. It really did. The Denver Nuggets lost to the Jazz. That surprised me. The Denver Nuggets was another team that I said, be careful, watch out. 
They've got their health back, Michael Porter Jr. They still have Aaron Gordon, Jokovic. They got KCP, Jamal Murray back. I don't understand how they lost to a team that was starting Mike Conley, Jordan Clarkson, Jared Vanderbilt, Kelly Olynyk, and Lori Markinen. Colin Sexton led the team off the bench. No more Sexland since he's no longer in Cleveland. But that surprised me. It really did. Not in a panic button way like the Brooklyn Nets already, but I still was like, hmm, that's interesting. Okay. All right. You know, maybe you could say as them trying to work back in Michael Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray, but no, you shouldn't lose like that. You shouldn't lose like that. The other game that was really good, the Orlando Magic. Watch out for them. Paolo Bencaro, 27 points, 9 rebounds, 5 assists. He's 27 points closer to catching Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for the all-time winningest, uh, all-time scoring record. So he's, he's on his way. He's on his way. But he looked really good. He looked like a number one draft pick. He really did. Another Duke player. Let's see how he does, right? That's one where I say on the other side, they're talking about the panic button. I'm not going to get all, you know, siced about the Orlando Mac, but I think they are a good young team. They still ended up losing the game to the Pistons, another good young team. And I'm excited, actually, to see both of those teams in the Magic Pistons here. Of course, I had my eye on the Wizards. They won. And I'm good with it. Kyle Kuzma had 22. Bradley Beal had 23. KP had 15. Will Barton, you know, contributed off the bench. The thing for me when I look at the Wizards is I really want them to try to get get the Eiffel Tower. So I just don't want them to win. And I know it's not fair. And, and no player is going to say that publicly. And probably they don't want to do that. No, we're not tanking. But I want them to get the Eiffel Tower. So every time they win, I'm like, man, it's farther away from getting the Eiffel Tower. And it's never a guarantee. You don't know what he will be what he would become. But the Wizards did win, and that's good. That's good for them. So I'm excited for the NBA season. I feel like it was good to see NBA on TNT again. Um, it was just a good two days of basketball, and now we get Thursday night on TNT. Uh, it's back. As I say, I always say, October's the best month in sports. Every day there's something you can watch, and it's really, really good. Major League Baseball, before I get to my gut check picks. There was no need to worry if you were Padres fans. They came back to beat the Phillies after being down four. I don't want Bryce Harper to get to the World Series. I'm sorry, I just don't. I just don't. In my mind, he's the one that left. The other guys... He, Bryce Harper wanted to leave. 
The other guys were either traded. You know, you got Anthony Rendon. Well, he's not in the playoffs, but you had Anthony Rendon, the big name that left. Max Scherzer, of course. Juan Soto. Trey Turner, although he's no longer in the playoffs. But I'm rooting for Soto and the Padres. And I'm glad that they evened up the series. Now the Astros, they are just a cut above. I know the Yankees want revenge for 2018. But I just think that that offense for the Houston Astros is just too good. The Yankees, if you think about how good the Yankees... Yankees shouldn't have had to go to five games with the Cleveland Guardians. But they did. I just don't think they have the offense to compete with the Astros. And let's see. It's only one game, but it still looks good. Yankees struck out 17 times. The Astros struck out twice. That's the largest in-game strikeout differential in postseason history. Now, granted, you could say, oh, well, they were tired from playing the five-game series. Okay. Astros were at home. Okay, I'll give you all of that. So let's see what happens in game two. Justin Verlander is arguably the greatest pitcher of all time. And I'm glad that they got started off on the right foot. I think we're going to see the Astros in the World Series. And I think we'll see the Padres in the World Series, which would be really good for the Padres considering the whole thing was we're going for it all. And as soon as they traded for Juan Soto, which I mean, they knew already, but you know, they lost their best hitter. Fernando Tatis Jr. is out this season. I know it'd be tough for them to win without him, but you know, he'll be back. He'll be back. And when he's back, I think he's going to be, hopefully he'll be good. Hopefully he'll be good. Um, But I I am enjoying watching baseball. We'll see what happens in game two with the Astros. And game uh, three. Game three for the uh, Phillies and Padres. All right, now time for my gut check pick. We got a game tonight. We got Saints-Cardinals. To kick things off, not really excited about that game. I want Taysom Hill to do something so I can get some points. I'm going to leave him in the lineup. But as I start my gut check pick, I'm starting with the Saints. I am going to take the Saints at plus two and a half. Packers at the Commanders. Man, would I love the Commanders to get a win over the Packers. And I don't know what kind of team we're going to have with Green Bay. So I'm going to take the Commanders at plus four and a half. Taylor Heineke, I guess I got to root for him. Giants at the Jaguars. When will it end for the Giants? I don't know. And I don't know if this will be the end. But I'm going to take the underdog again. That's kind of tough. The first three games I've taken the underdog. Okay, we'll see. Falcons, Bengals, the Bengals are the favorite, the home favorite at minus six and a half. The Falcons have played well of late. I'm going to take the Falcons, the underdog, again. Buccaneers and Panthers. Now, the Bucks are favored at minus 11. But 
I mean, yeah, the Panthers are bad, but can the Buccaneers win that game? I think I'm going to take the Panthers at plus 11. Browns at the Ravens. The Ravens are favored at minus 6.5 at home. I am going to take the Browns at plus 6.5. The Detroit Lions at the Cowboys. The Cowboys are favored at minus 7. What am I doing? I'm taking the underdog again at plus 7. This is, wow, okay. I guess I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm taking all underdogs so far. Colts at the Titans. The Titans are favored at minus 2.5. Oh, boy. Sometimes I feel like you don't know what the Titans have. Hmm. Wow. This is a tough one. Gut check. I'm going with Titans at minus 2.5. Houston Texans at the Raiders. Raiders are favored at minus 7. I am going to take the Texans in that game. Jets, Broncos, come on. One? One? I'm taking the Jets at plus one. Chiefs at the 49ers. Now, this is a tough game for me. I thought last week when I was taking the Chiefs at plus two and a half, they were going to win that game. Also thought the 49ers were going to win at the Falcons. I don't know about this game. I don't know what kind of team we're going to get in the Chiefs. They're traveling west to take on the 49ers. I'm going to take the Niners at plus two and a half. Can I do that? Or is it because Trent Williams is out? The offensive line isn't the same. Oh, boy. I'm going to take the Chiefs at minus two and a half. Seahawks are the underdog going to play at the Chargers. But the Chargers have not been great. I'm going to take the Seahawks at plus five. Then we have the Steelers at the Dolphins in the nightcap. Dolphins are favored at minus seven. I'm going to take the Steelers at plus seven. And then the Monday night game, we've got the Bears at the Patriots. The Bears are awful. Patriots are really good. Patriots are playing at home and on Monday night football. I am going to take the Patriots at minus eight. Now, if I want to get this one, oh boy, I don't know. Those are my picks. So I've got the Patriots minus eight, Steelers plus seven, Seahawks plus five, Chiefs minus two and a half, Jets plus one, Texans plus seven, Titans minus two and a half, Lions plus seven, Browns plus six and a half, Carolina Panthers plus 11, Falcons plus six and a half, Giants plus three, Commanders plus four and a half, and the Saints plus two and a half. And those are my gut check picks. Enjoy your sports weekend, Thursday night basketball and football, Friday night, Saturday night college football, or Saturday in general college football, and of course, NFL Sunday. I'll see you on Tuesday, so I guess enjoy Monday as well. Ciao for now. Are you looking for a better way to play player props or daily fantasy sports? Well, look no further than prize picks. Prize Picks is the leading over-under daily fantasy game. Why? Because it's so easy to use and win. You can make your picks in under 30 seconds and win up to 10 times your money in one day. Right now, we have a special offer for our viewers and listeners of the Just for Sport podcast. All you have to do is sign up now and use the promo code JFORSPORT and Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Yep. That's right, they'll match your first deposit up to $100. So, join the over 150,000 others who found a better way to play and download the PrizePix app today.